So here we go. Let's go. Three, two, one. Here we go. So welcome to the unofficial Sky Sports Fantasy Football Pod, or how I like to call it, the SSFF Pod. Now, my name's Craig Turner, and excuse me for my vocals. As you can see, I'm very um, vocally strained would be the word I would say. Um, So I have been thinking about doing this pod for a couple of years now. I am a big fan of the Sky Sports Fantasy Football. I have no affiliation to Sky Sports, and this is all done due to just pure enjoyment of the podcast of the um, fantasy football and how much I enjoy it. So I enjoy it playing with my friends. I have a private league set up who we always play for a bit of cash, and also we just have a good laugh and always discuss it. I make sure that I play throughout the year. I never really deviate from it. So every time the season finishes, I am desperately waiting for the next one to start. So when July, end of July comes around, start of August, I am the first one there ready to start with my team. Changing it about 30, 50 times before the season starts and then realising I've made big mistakes on the first game of the season and I can't wait for the three weeks later for the overall to happen where I make too many changes again. And then the session after the overall happens and I'm back to square one. But this year has been a little bit different. I've been not too bad this year. So fingers crossed. This is the start of a successful season. So here we go. So um, this pod is more out of recommendations and um, players that you should look out for. Give you up to date stats on where people stand in the fantasy football rankings. So I will each week give you up to date on who the top three goalkeepers are, defenders, midfielders and strikers. And also give you a price of what they currently are at and what points they've currently scored. Also at the end, in every pod, I will tell you teams to look out for and maybe players to look out for as well for that week. So let's try not to use all the 40 transfers up and hopefully you will do well. Um, my per- my personal achievements in Sky Sports Fantasy Football are none. Uh, I've been nowhere near the top. I've been nowhere near any sort of achievements per week. I think the most I've had on a game week alone is about 100 and 105, 110 points. So I can average out about 60 to 70 points a week. Um, cats, I make mistakes like... For example, last week, took Damari Gray out. Of course, he's going to score. Had Dominic Calvert-Lewin as my captain. Of course, he's out for three weeks. So I will make mistakes during this. So I expect nothing but abuse. But there you go. I'm prepared for it. And also, I make mistakes. So I abuse myself for these mistakes. So this is a pod for just the casual fantasy football fan. But also ones that want to keep in depth, want to keep knowledge. And also... Ones that want to have a little bit of an idea of what to do. So, why did I launch in game week five, people might ask. Well, there's been a couple of factors. Uh, first off, last week I had no voice. So I wanted to do it after the overhaul, but unfortunately the voice is gone. As you can hear now. <coughs> Excuse the coughing. Um, also, I've been thinking about this pod for a couple of years, so... Um, I've been procrastinating about it and now it's just the time to go, right, let's just do it. Unfortunately, it's been 
and a little bit of delay. Sorry about the crying in the background. That is the cat that's now wanting to be part of it. So let's talk fantasy football. So if you're listening to this, so that means you're a keen fantasy football fan or you just want to get back, get into it and have a little bit of an idea what to do. So things I've noticed over the years of doing fantasy football since doing the Sky Sports one, that Pep Guardiola hates fantasy football. He hates it. So all them times that you have Man City players, Aguero, De Bruyne, Fernandinho, company, players like that, that you think, yeah, these are going to guarantee me points. These are going to guarantee me points. Every week, he switches it. He changes the team. Tinkers the team, makes three, four changes a week. So it's very hard to know what Pep's going to do because no one knows. But at the end of the season, Kevin De Bruyne is always a good shoe-in. Lepotra, John Stones, Ruben Diaz, always good shouts to put in your fancy team. But at the same time, they come at expense. They are very, very expensive players. So you can only put maybe one or two of them in with affecting your team that's going to affect it. So my advice is, as much as Kevin De Bruyne will get points, Look at maybe someone like Fernandez that will play week in, week out, and you know he's going to play because he's crucial to United because United need him. So, yeah, that is basically what I've learned. Also, Champions League size, they do a lot of rotation, so expect Liverpool, May United, Chelsea, um, Spurs, Leicester to do a lot of rotations this year. So... They'll be very difficult to pick who's going to be in their side week in, week out. But you're guaranteed that Kane's going to play. Vardy, Salah, Lukaku, Fernandez, Ronaldo will play week in, week out, you hope. And they'll score your points, injury dependent. So that's what you need to look out for when you're doing this. (coughs) Sorry. Also, little cheap buys, little cheap deals as well. Have a look at Wolves this year. Wolves are very cheap defenders and it looks like once they get their self in order like they did against Watford last weekend they might actually have a few clean sheets they'll also maybe shock a few teams they like shots on goal but you just don't know who's necessarily going to score their goals so maybe look at the defense a player to look out for this year who could be a very very good point scorer is he's already scored a lot of points is Paul Pogba Paul Pogba is valued at 9.4 million which is dirt cheap for a midfielder who's already got seven assists to his name and has already scored 34 points after four weeks, four game weeks. So I would highly recommend putting him in your side. Bruno Fernandes, yes, he's gonna, he previously, last two years, has scored a lot of points, but you just can't guarantee if he's going to take penalties this year. Also, is he going to take free kicks? No one knows because United haven't actually had a free kick in that area yet. So that'll be a test if they get a free kick against West Ham in and around the 18-yard box. Is Ronaldo going to take it or is Bruno Fernandes going to take it? My bet is that Ronaldo will probably take rank and take it, even though his free kick record is shockingly bad. But at the same time, is Ronaldo going to be on penalties? We don't know. So I would chuck Ronaldo into your fantasy, but also have a look at Lukaku. Over the next couple of weeks, Chelsea have got some very, very nice games coming up after Spurs, I think it is. So after Spurs, they have currently got Man City away. Maybe that's not a good time to put Lukaku in. But game week eight, you're looking at them playing Southampton. They've also got 
some really, really nice fixtures coming up. So they've got Southampton, um, Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley. So them four fixtures alone, you're thinking, right, he's going to score some goals. So maybe look at him having in the fancy in the next couple of weeks, but not yet. Definitely Mo Salah, put him in as well. But I'm saying to put all these players in, but you've only got 100 million. So you've got to be really careful about what to put, who to put in. So um, teams and players to look out for this game week. So game week five, um, let's have a look on who we've got. Or game week six, sorry. Um, who to look out for this week. So first game of the, of the weekend is on Friday. And it's Leeds, uh, Newcastle against Leeds. So both teams are looking for wins this year, but Leeds have scored goals. So you would look at maybe looking at Patrick Bamford. He will hopefully get some points this week. I haven't got him in my fancy, but he's worth a look at. And also Rafinha. Rafinha's going to have a big year this year. So he's in my fancy and he's my captain for Friday night against Newcastle. If you want to put a Newcastle player in, then maybe Joe Willock. But you just don't know Newcastle. I don't know if they're going to score. I don't know what they're going to create. Hopefully St. James's Park can give them a bit more of a boost and push them on that little bit more. But you just don't know. You just don't know what Newcastle are going to do. Yeah, they are going to concede, you think. If the, if they're anything like they were against Man United on Saturday, the goalkeeper was at fault for a couple of goals. As much as people praised Bruno Fernandes' goal, I think the goalkeeper should have done a little bit better. This has come from a Man United fan, personally. Um, but Newcastle hit United with the cap, scored a good goal. Marquinho scored a good goal. You just don't know, really, with Newcastle. But I think you'd look at Leeds more than Newcastle this week. So on Saturday, you've got Wolves. Look at Wolves' team this week. Definitely look at the defenders. They've got Brentford this weekend at home. So you'd hope that they'll... Sort of, you'd keep their clean sheet against Brentford, but you just don't have Ivan Tony. But at the same time, Brentford have played well. They've won a won a game. Could the Premier League be catching up with them against Wolves? Wolves like playing attacking football, as they've play as they've shot the most than any other side this this year already for the season. So you look at some strikers. Maybe him there might get that goal that he's looking to score. Wolves-wise, I just don't know who you'd look for up top because they got the own goal the other last week against Watford. Um, it's tricky with Wolves. Um, you're just looking at uh, Troy played well. He got man of the match. Um, Hoang He Chan, the new striker what they signed from Salzburg. He might start on Saturday. You just don't know. With a nice little goal he scored. He was a bit fortunate, but there we go. Every goal counts. So he could be a little bit of someone to look out for against Wolves. But personally, I would look at defenders. Their defenders are really cheap. You had Martial, Marcel, who was in the Fancy Football Team of the Week this week. So he's definitely worth a shout and definitely worth a look at 6.4 million. So he's a lovely, lovely, affordable defender to have in your ranks, in your team. Of course, Man City. As much as I said, Pep does not like Fancy Football. And he doesn't care for it. I love, he's a great manager. I don't have anything against Pat. But when it comes to fancy football, he's not a fan of me. He's not a fan of the fancy football team. He cares about it. Previous years, they love scoring goals against Southampton. And Southampton usually are full of taking against Man City, especially when they're playing at the Etihad. So I would look at maybe putting 
someone like Jesus in, maybe Grealish. Foden could start, Kevin De Bruyne could play. You just don't know with Pep. Um, they scored six midweek against um, against Leipzig. But you just don't know. They've got Carabao Cup at the midweek. So you think he'd play a strong 11 against Southampton and then rotate midweek. Um, definitely would look at maybe putting Grealish in because Grealish looks like he's on good form at the moment. He's scored a couple of goals already. He's definitely worth a look. Kevin De Bruyne is coming back into fitness. So you think he'll play the 90. Farron Torres has had a fantastic start of the season. Um, he could be playing up front. Sounds like he's been groomed to be a striker in the place of Aguero uh, because that's the player that they've missed this year. But you just never know. You just don't know if they're going to replace him or not. Also, take a Southampton defender out because they could be costing you points. Potentially, if you put the goalkeeper in, put the Southampton goalkeeper in, they could do well for you. You could get a Shaves bonus this week. Who knows? But I would stay away from Southampton defenders or take them out. Liverpool are playing really well at the moment. So they look strong in defence. Um, I've got Matip in mind, but Virgil van Dijk should play over on Saturday against Palace. You'd think, after having a rest midweek, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold's playing well, Robinson's playing well. They've got their back four pretty much back to a strong back four. Allison, you'd think they would get the clean sheet bonus against Palace this week, but you just never know. Palace could turn up like they did against Spurs. And score a goal and ruining everyone's clean sheet bonus this week. Just don't know. But Mo Salah is playing at brilliantly at the moment. Diego Jota is playing ahead of Firmino. He could be that striker you want, a little cheap one. Also, Salah. Salah and Mane. You can't take him. You can't ignore him. Who are you going to have? Both sort of Salah's the most expensive out of the two. But he does get you the points in terms of the penalty taken. And also, he is also the goal scorer that you're going to rely on. Mane, on the other hand, he does well. He will get you goals. He will score goals this year. Just don't really know how many goals he's going to score. Currently, Mane's got 23 points. So he's had a, a 2, a 10, a 2 and a 9. So it's always something to look out for. Salah has scored 40 points. He's got 18, 4, a 9 and a 9. So definitely worth the look. And also, he's on top form. At the moment, um, May United are playing West Ham away. So, the question is, will Ronaldo score again? He scored two against Newcastle, scored against Young Boys. Will he make it a fourth goal for United in a week? Also, Pogba, seven assists, granted four of them in one game. He's on, he is really undervalued on the fantasy football this year. Highly, highly look, to be looked at to put in your side. As a maybe a sort of a luxury midfielder. If you've got De Bruyne, Fernandez, you've got a bit of money to play with. Put Pogba in, definitely. I would absolutely put Pogba in. Um, also, West Ham, Antonio suspended. Take him out. Take him out. He at early doors. Yes, it's early. Yes, it's using the transfer up. But West Ham next game has got Leeds, Brentford, and Everton. I think he could come good against Brentford. Maybe not against Leeds and maybe not against Everton. They've got Tottenham after Everton. So you just don't know. Maybe he's he's not going to have a scoring, a scoring run over the next couple of weeks. Also, we have got an international break coming up very soon. So that will sort of affect points 
and going in because normally at the start of the season there's usually one standout striker that scores a few goals like Pookie or people like that have been in the past that have scored lots of points and t- uh, fancy football players have put them in and then international break comes around and they just fall off a cliff and they don't really score that many points anymore even though they've had a really good start to the season. So that could happen this year. Maybe Antonio could be that player that's had a really good start to the season. But suspension, international break coming up. He could fall off a cliff a little bit. West Ham could struggle a little bit scoring goals. Who knows? Last team to look out for this week is Leicester. Leicester, Leicester, Leicester. You've got to have Jamie Vardy in your side. Um, He will score a goal against Brighton. He will be, hopefully, might be rested today. Um, this is recorded on Thursday. Um, so I don't know what the Leicester City side is against uh, for Napoli tonight. But you, maybe he'd play, maybe he'd be rested. You just don't know. He's currently sitting fourth in the striker rankings. So he has gone under the radar a little bit. Um, you know you're going to probably get 15, 20 goals out of Vardy. Previous years, don't know necessarily about this year. Rated at 10.6 million this year. 12% of the players have got him in the side. He gets 2.2, just over 2.5 points a game. So it is worth a look at, especially Leicester's next few games. They've got Brighton, Burnley, Palace. They've got Maynard and Brentford. So over the next five games, you think Vardy might score two to three goals in them games, you'd hope. So definitely worth a little looking for him. Another player I haven't mentioned is Lukaku. Now, like I say, with Chelsea players, next couple of games, not to have him in yet. Not to have him in because um, against Spurs and Man City, I don't know if he'll score or not. I don't think he will. So it's definitely worth a look to maybe take him out for the next couple of weeks and then put him back in for Brentford, Norwich and Newcastle because I think he'll score a few goals in them games, hopefully. So like I said at the start of the pod, I'm going to give you an update of who are the top performing players, top three players, their price and what points they're currently got at the moment. And I'll do this for every position. So each week I'll keep you updated on who's doing well in each position. So, and this could be a nice little look at for maybe when the overall happens in February, they could gut your team completely. Um, I think I totaled up the current top lot at the moment, top if you had 11 of the players that you currently got, you would have about £6.4 million left over. So there could be a cheap little deal there for chucking in like a youth player or a, a player that's not really going to score you many points. But this team could score you a lot of points this year, potentially. So top of the tree in goalkeepers, you're looking at Mendy of Chelsea. He's currently got 76 points and he's worth £7.6 million. So that is someone to look at who is the top scorer at the moment. Currently, in defenders, in terms of price, he is the third most expensive goalkeeper to have. So he is a bit of a premium goalkeeper if you want to have him in. After that, you're looking at Allison. Allison is the second most expensive. Allison scored 35 points this year so far. And he's worried at 7.8 million. So he's more, a couple of million, a couple point two million more than Mendy. And he's only scored a point less. But you look at Liverpool's next fixtures, you think he'd get a clean sheet in the next two. Um, Man City, who knows? Could be a boring nil-nil, could be a boring draw. Then they've got Watford, Man United, Brighton. So next five or six games, you'd think maybe in a couple of clean sheets in there. So that'll pump his title up. 
Next up is Hugo Lloris of Spurs. So Spurs have had three clean sheets in the first four games. Uh, he's currently got 32 points and he's away at 7.3. So again, he's the fourth most expensive goalkeeper in fantasy football. So as you can see, it's gone by price at the moment. The only one that's not in there is Edison. He's currently got 29 points um, because the match against Spurs has cost him points there. Um, other than that, other cup keepers to look out for is I would have a look at um, David Raya of Brentford. He's currently uh, fifth in the rankings of points at the moment with 26 points. So he will get save bonuses like he has done against Leeds and um, against Arsenal as well. So he could be someone that might not necessarily keep clean sheets, but he could average out, get an lovely little five points a game. He's currently averaging 4.3, uh, 4.13 points per game. So he's definitely someone to have a look at as the season goes on. Now, moving on to defenders. Currently, you've got Alonso of Chelsea, who's top. He's got 39 points. So there was a, um, he had a massive first week. Um, so he's currently scored 21 points at the start of this, on the first game. So his points are sort of um, where he is currently is all dictated from that first game. So it's always very hard to sort of the first four or five games of the season to to know who to put in your side. And you're sort of guessing on who's going to do well. Because with Alonso, you just don't know if Ben Chirwell is going to come back anytime soon either. So Alonso could be out of the side. You just don't know. Uh, Alonso's value is 7.9 million. So he is a mid mid price defender. Um, maybe a little bit too high for his value. And also you just don't know if he's going to play or not. So it's a very tricky one with Alonso. After that, second place, you've got Lepotra of Man City. He's currently got 36 points. Again, he didn't play much last year, actually. John Stones and Ruben Dias kept him out. So again, you just don't really know if he's going to be in it and John Stones will come back and it will be Ruben Dias and John Stones again. There is a slight um, issue over Lepotra at the moment. He's got a 75% chance of playing. Um, so he might not even play this week. So he might be someone to maybe not have in your fantasy and just wait and see. So he's valued at £9.1 million. Again, very expensive defender to have. Again, you just don't know if he's going to play or not. After that, in third place, Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's currently third with 34 points. He is one of the most expensive defenders in the game. The second most expensive defender behind Ruben Diaz. He's valued at 10.5 million. So he is almost as expensive as one of the expensive midfielders. Trent Alexander-Arnold's currently got 34 points to his name. He's had really good weeks so far. He's had a 7, a 13, a 4, and a, 12, and a 10. So he has been scoring points, but he is a very, very luxurious defender to have, and he can affect your balance in your fantasy. So um, 24.53 people of percent of the um, fantasy football population have picked him in their side. So he is almost in a quarter of all the fancy sides. He is a big, big gamble to have because he does ruin the balance of your fantasy football side. After that, right, let's go into midfielders. So again, sorry, before we go into midfielders, 
Just want to have a little shout out for any midfielders. Shane Duffy of Brighton. He's currently got 30 points. He's valued at 6.6, but he has scored um, a goal. So it is slightly misleading in terms of what he's done so far. And also he's kept a clean sheet. So he's been quite good so far. Um, he's averaging about four point four and a half points a game. So he's doing well. Another one to look at is um, Lewis Dunk at 8.2. Um, Pinnock at Brent, Brentford. He's got 24. Christensen, 8.3. So he's definitely someone to look out for in your fancy team. And like I say, have a look at Wolves defenders as well for the next few weeks. I've got Killerman in mind. He's valued at 6.2. And he's played every game for Wolves at the moment. Um also, Marcel has got 20, he's valued 6.4. Um, Ruben Sass is uh, 7.9. And Colin Cody, 8. So, these have all played games. Killerman definitely plays in the nice in the back three. So, and been very consistent. And he's played every game so far for Wolves. And he's got a 2, a 5, a 2 and a 6. You'd think over the next couple of weeks, there'll be a few clean sheets in that as well. Maybe a... Um, Tackle bonus or something as well to go with that would be great over the next couple of weeks just to bump him up and his score will go up and more people will have him in the side, I think. Right, moving on to midfielders. So, the focal point of every side. Now, midfielders, Pogba is top with 34 points. He's valued at 9.4 million. He is a bargain for who he is, where he's playing and who he's playing for. So Pogba, with his seven assists on the first game of the season, got 17 points. Um, since then, he's got a four, a three, and a ten. So he hasn't had a two-pointer so far. So that's great. He would have got more points against Newcastle midweek uh, if it weren't for the other card. He was also the second-highest point total behind, scorer behind Ronaldo against at mid uh, on Saturday when they played Newcastle. Ronaldo got the most, even though Pogba didn't score. He got an assist bonus and he got a passing bonus as well to go with that. So he is definitely someone to put in your fancy football side. After that, you've got Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes is £11.8 million. He's currently got 33 points. Now, I had him at the start of this, of the fantasy, and I've taken him out now because I just don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to take free kicks? Is he going to take penalties? Um, and also, he's had only two really good game weeks. So he scored 23 with the hat-trick that he scored against Leeds. He scored a 1 against Southampton, a 1 against Wolves, and he scored a 8-point against Newcastle. So he's had two yellow cards to his name as well. Looking at the fixtures, main that's got come up, we've got West Ham, Aston Villa, Everton, and Leicester the next four games. So you'd think maybe he could do a bit of impact. The Aston Villa game, who knows? Um, it's difficult to tell. West Ham, to, if it was anything like last season, may not have turned up and won 3-1 against West Ham, but the season before, they didn't turn up at all. So we just don't know what type of main line team's going to turn up against West Ham. It's not been the best of grounds for them. So maybe just put Pogba in, maybe have a look. Next up, second in third place is Demario Gray. He's been an absolute bargain for Everton this year. Sayane for 1.5 million. It's incredible they got this player from Leverkusen. Don't know why they didn't go for him when he was at, Ever at Leicester, but there we go. 
Um, he's currently got 31 points, a 7.8 million. So he's definitely someone to have a look at in your fantasy. They have got Villa. They have got Norwich, May United and West Ham in the next four games. So he will be playing. Will he score? Don't know. Um, most of his points have become, he's got a tackling bonus. He's got four points. He also got 11 points and eight points and an eight pointer. So he is scoring just about four points a game. So he's definitely worth someone to have a look at your time in your side. Definitely have a little peek at him if you want, especially this week when they've got Aston Villa. It could be interesting, but unfortunately they've got no dominant Calvert-Lewin. So I know Aston Villa and Burnley are two different sides. So, it might not be Demario Gray's week to have him this week, but you just don't know. Another player to look at who's fourth place is Conor Gallagher. Now, Conor Gallagher has done well so far. He didn't play against Chelsea, so he couldn't play. So he could have 32 points to his name if he was able to play against Chelsea. That would put him third at the moment. Currently, he's got five points against Brentford with a man of the match of performance. Uh, he got another man of the match against West Ham. And he scored 19 points and he scored six against Spurs last weekend. So he's definitely someone to have a look at. He would have got seven if he didn't get a yellow card. But they have got Liverpool this weekend. So if you're going to put Colin Gallagher in, I would maybe look at him, maybe look at after the Arsenal game, potentially. Um, because, or when they, they play Arsenal. Because I've got Arsenal, Newcastle, Man City, Wolves and Burnley. So they he could come into some form and do really well for Palace in terms of the point scoring. He is scoring four points a game. So he is definitely scoring more than Demari Gray. But, I, yeah, I would say Demari Gray is probably playing a little bit better. But it'll be interesting to see how, what Gallagher gets this week if he gets a tackle or passing bonus. If he does get any of them points, then I might put, think about putting him in my side um, this week as well. Now, in terms of forwards... Antonio, Mikel Antonio is currently leading the way with 45 points. But he is suspended for this week against against Man United for West Ham. And then he's, they've got Leeds, Brentford, Everton and Spurs afterwards. He is potentially, potentially could score a goal against Brentford, maybe, maybe against Everton. It's difficult to tell, but he could be affected by the international break because it does come after Brentford. I personally don't have him in. I was tempted to, but I stayed away from him this week, uh, well, last week, and sort of glad of it because he got sent off. So he's currently averaging out five points a game, but he's not going to score anyone this week. So if you have him in, maybe take him out. After that, you've got Mo Salah. He's got 40 points. Second most expensive player in the strikers, 11.9 million. He's got 40 points. And they've got Palace, Brentford in the next couple of games. So... You do expect him to score some points and score some goals and assists this week. So definitely have him in and maybe make him a captain for you this week. Next up is Mason Greenwood. So he's definitely a little bit of a hard pick over the next couple of weeks. I don't know how and where he's going to play, if he's going to be on the bench or if he's going to be on the right side or left side for United with Ronaldo joining because Sancho will play as well. And then... There'll be rotation between Martial and Greenwood. Greenwood didn't play midweek, so you do think maybe Greenwood might get the start against West Ham. So, so far, Greenwood has got uh, 9, 7, a 7, and a 7. So he is very consistent in the points. He is regarded as the best finisher at the club. So I would, if before Ronaldo joined, 
I did have him in and I was thinking he's going to score 15 to 20 goals this year. So he will score goals for United, but now United, Ronaldo's joined. I don't know. Really don't know what's going to happen with him. Then, fourth place, little shout is Vardy. Now, I've got Vardy in my team this week because they've got uh, Brighton, Burnley and Palace next three games. And if everyone remembers Vardy's celebration against Palace a few was it last year, year before? He did the Eagle. He's going to score against Palace, I feel, again, and do it again. So I've got him in as my captain for Sunday. So hopefully he'll score me points. No, my luck, he won't score or he won't play or he'll get injured tonight. No, my luck. So who knows? So, so far, I have made 34 transfers in six game weeks so far. So I am sort of on track for my one transfer a week. I am going to try and not do any transfers this week, but injuries might dictate that. Uh, problem being with fancy football this year is with Leeds playing on a Friday, games being later, some of the big teams playing later in the week. I just don't know what, who and what I'm going to have in my side, really, because the Spurs-Chelsea game, there'll be going to be a lot of rotation. Man City-Liverpool both playing at 3 o'clock. Unfortunately, the Brentford games at 12, Wolves-Brentford games at 12.30, so the team news won't, won't be able to change any team by that point, so that could ruin everything by that point, so who knows? So I'm going to try and stay off my transfers. I'm going to try and withhold from the transfer button this week, and then next week I'll review the fixtures again. But it seems quite nice fixtures next week, so maybe Conor, Gall Conor Gallagher might come in a little bit earlier than, th than expected. So my team this week, I've got David Rayer in goal for Brentford. So hopefully he's going to get me a nice little clean sheet bonus. I'm not expecting it, but clean sheet bonus or a safe bonus against Wolves. Luke Shaw. Now, Luke Shaw is an interesting one because Luke Shaw gets in some assists, but also he takes corners. So United get any corners and get some goals because they've been working on the set pieces. He could be coming good for any fancy football players later on in the year. He's not scoring many points. He's scoring 11.6 a week. So at the moment, he's not doing, he's not delivering. But last couple of weeks, he's got a seven and a five. So it could be kicking on a little bit more fancy football-wise. He's got 15 points in total. Got Joel Matip in defence. Um, he's valued at 8.4. He's played every game for Liverpool so far this season. So fingers crossed they won't do the rotation and chuck Gomez in and take Matip out. As I said earlier, I've got Killerman in for Wolves. So... If David Raya doesn't get me the clean sheet bonus or get me saves bonus, hopefully Killerman at the other end will do it and get me a clean sheet bonus as well. Who knows? Good if it's a nil-nil, it's a win-win. There by midfielders, Tielemans. So Yuri Tielemans is a very underrated uh, fantasy football player in here. He scores well every year. Um, he's currently got 2.6 um, points at the moment. So... He could be something, he's got 23, scored so far, an 8, an 8, a 5, and a 2. So hopefully against Brighton, he'll kick on and he'll get back in some form and maybe get a 5-pointer this week. That'll be fantastic for me. Uh, I've got Fernand Torres in as well. He uh, scored midweek against Leipzig and also he's playing well. Um, I think I've been drawn to the Arsenal game a bit too much. Because he scored 22 points there. So all these points have come from one game. So hopefully 
he's going to actually do something and score a goal against Southampton this week. If not, he could be out and Conor Gallagher could be in or Damara Gray. Pogba, like I said earlier, he's a mess, must in my fancy this year. And Rafinha for Friday. Um, he's also scoring well. He's got 17 points so far. He's had one 10-pointer. He's had a three, a two, and a two. Hopefully he'll get an assist or a goal against Newcastle this Friday. Up front, I've got Cristiano Ronaldo. I think you have to have him in because if he's going to take penalties, he's going to guarantee your goals. And also he scored three goals in two games already so far. So against West Ham, hopefully he'll score. Mo Salah is my captain um, on Saturday um, against uh, Crystal Palace. I think he'll play. I think he'll score and he'll get an assist. I think Liverpool will probably win 3-4-0 this weekend. So let's hopefully let's see. And my last pick this week is Vardy. He's my captain. I transferred him for Lukaku last week. Um, so because Lukaku's playing Spurs, I just don't think Lukaku turns up against the big teams. When he was at United, he didn't really turn up against the big sides. When it comes to Vardy in Brighton, he's an easy put in. So I can't think of anyone else not to put in that side on the Sunday. And hopefully he'll get me double bubble. This week, and I'll have a good game week because last week I had 97 points, so I'm trying to build off the 97 points I got last week. So fingers crossed, um, I can push on and improve my score titles and improve my rankings a little bit. Because at the moment I am not pushing the hundreds at the moment, or even the thousands. So I'm very, very low in the table at the moment. So hopefully that'll push me up. I did have a good week last week, and that pushed me up the table a little bit more. So I hope that's helped you guys out. I hope you've enjoyed it. This is the first one I've done, so I apologise for the voice. I apologise for the quality, and hopefully this will get better as the weeks and months go on. I will try and do make sure I can get this done every week so that you guys have a little update to know what's going on each week with fancy football. There won't be fancy footballs during international week for the obvious reason there's no fancy football. So we'll be back up and running by that each time there's no um, there's any Premier League games on. Okay, right, I hope that's helped, and hopefully I'll hear from you soon. See you soon. Bye.